Good morning, News of FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Dean Thompson, the president of the RFCI, the Resilient Floor Covering Institute. Dean, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you very much. It's good to talk to you. I know I've caught you up in your home gym, and uh, thanks for stopping your, your workout for a second, but we've got this news today that you've been uh, awarded the Partner of the Year by the Vinyl Institute, so congratulations. Oh, yeah, thank you very much. I'm delighted this is not a video interview. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yes, I was was very pleased down at the Vinyl uh, 360 uh, conference I had a, a week or so ago down in uh, Florida to be uh, honored by them. But the real honor has been working uh, with that group over the years. And I should comment up front that uh, early on in my role at RFCI, it became really clear that one of the real components of what we work on, I refer refer to as issues management, and these are issues you know, that can emanate anywhere from governmental agencies, from state governments, from non-governmental uh, entities, activist groups. So RFCI really has obviously a, a direct responsibility to take on those issues related to flooring, but even on a more broader perspective, we also have to lend a voice to those issues that affect manufacturing in general, because our flooring folks are impacted by any sort of issue that may impact uh, manufacturing overall. And from the perspective of leveraging our work on issues management, I've decided a few years ago that one way to make RFCI, a small organization, a lot stronger is to form strategic relationships with organizations like the Vinyl Institute, uh, the National Association of Manufacturers, the American Chemistry Council, and a good half dozen others. And that's proven to be a really, really uh, good success for us. But the one that overridingly is so important to us is the Vinyl Institute because, as I like to say, are really connected at the hip in them because of the PVC molecule is really important to our industry. So we look to them to provide great guidance and leadership. Their membership includes the PVC resin producers, so we have a direct direct link with them, and many of those are also members of RFCI, by the way. Through the eye, we're able to you know really work on some of those really important issues, whether it's taxes on PVC or uh, restraints on PVC manufacturing or whatever it might might be. So they're a, they're a fantastic partner with great leadership, and we've really uh, benefited a lot, and we'll continue to benefit from that. Yeah, they keep an eye. One of the most important things they do is they keep an eye on what's going on in Washington. So it's a real strong uh, partnership that you need there because, hey, let's face it, it came out. I was with you in your Scottsdale meeting just a few weeks ago, and a couple of uh, news items came out of there is that there's a, a real strong chance that the resilient flooring industry from a dollar perspective, you know, will pass carpet in the next couple of years. So, I mean, it's a major surface type for flooring. It's the fastest growing. So, you know, we don't need uh, Washington to be putting any taxes on it, do we? Exactly. I also like to say, and I remind our members of this, you know, we've seen uh, tremendous growth in our industry, which, you know, Kemp, along with tremendous growth, become tremendous responsibility. And it's right. responsibility to make sure that we do keep an eye on whatever it might be that could stand in the way of our manufacturers growing or having the opportunity to compete more effectively in the market. So that's really, really important to us. And, of course, the larger we get, the more more important all of those things become. Yeah, another little news item that came out of your meeting, and I want to echo it again here, that um, the price of PVC since January, the raw material product, and and I think much of this is thanks to that Texas freeze, but it's up 47% since January 1st. So, I mean, that's why we've seen these manufacturers have to go back to the well on price increases because their raw material prices are up, right? Yes, that's true. And I think that right now, I think it's fair to say that there's a concern here, and that is that, you know, we're starting out of the gate with such a large amount of our 
our business being imported, and so we're impacted by that 25%-plus tariff situation going on in China. Plus, we've seen kind of a perfect storm of bad things happening where, through the supply chain issues, service has gone down and cost has gone up. So uh, one concern we have long-term is, you know, will those increasing costs at some point in time have any impact on softening demand? And thus far, the value proposition of our product has been able to carry those increases into the market. And uh, one of the things, I guess maybe it's a bit of a saving grace, is that in general, people don't buy flooring that often. So when they do, they need it, and they're not as sensitized to previous pricing as they might be when they're going to the grocery store these days. So we have a little bit of an advantage there, but still... I think from a cost perspective, we do have some concern about that, for sure. Well, when they uh, gave you the award, they gave you a little menu of the things that you'd done, and a lot of it is around this whole certification and environmental declarations, and you've done a responsible job of making sure people who specify this product know exactly that it's a a safe and quality product when it goes in, right? One of our overarching goals is uh, working to enable our manufacturers to more effectively go to market with a good, solid environmental and sustainability platform. And so there are things that we've been able to do at RFCI that have directly benefited our manufacturers from that perspective. And you're right, they do pretty much center on certification programs, yeah. like the four-square uh, indoor air quality certification, you know, our sure certified program, environmental product declarations, and a number of other things that have really greatly assisted uh, our producers in uh, elevating their own sustainability messaging in the market. Yeah, and let's don't forget the whole message you've got around beautifully responsible, right? I mean, you've got a website out there and some gorgeous photography that shows what the product looks like, and you're doing that on the internet, which is also helping. You know, we've been really fortunate on that. I mean, sometimes uh, the wind blows your way on things, and, and it really did in this in this regard, but we should take a little credit, too, in that one of the things we do routinely is review our strategic plan and where we're putting emphasis, and in 2019, we did that review, and it became really clear from our membership and our discussions that as our segment has grown, it was necessary for us to take the responsibility to make sure that we are in control of our message in the market, and so we did some work, and the board agreed to make some investment and some strategic marketing development work. So we brought in a group called the Shelton Group to go out and evaluate our messaging in the market. And, and we found that just because of the tremendous impact of social media, the messaging out there today comes from a lot of directions and a lot of direction. We weren't really quite as in control as we wanted to be. So we saw that as a positive opportunity for us. And uh, so we went to work and developed a really, really great notion around Beautifully Responsible, which has three messaging components to it that seem to resonate really well with the market, mindful manufacturing. And then number two, we had part of our message is living well, which is all about health. And as it really turned out, and this was the good fortune part of it, that component of our messaging, living well, has resonated extremely well in the market. And a little bit of a silver lining, maybe, if you want to say it that way, out of the pandemic. And that certainly elevated the interest of consumers uh, but we've seen also, uh, Kemp, a, a significant number of consumers that are much more elevated in their thinking related to health and environmental and sustainability issues. So that living well message has really, really resonated well. Then the third message is made for living, which is all about the performance of our product. You know, some things we've done there that our manufacturers and our innovation that's brought to the market, waterproof, uh, advanced wear layers, and all of those things that drive performance. And then one of the most important aspects of our product sustainability-wise, continues to be the durability and long-term life cycle of our products. Mm -hmm. By far and away, the most important thing we have going in that regard. 
All right, Dean, well, I appreciate you catching us up on things, and congratulations on your award. Again, been talking to Dean Thompson, the president of the RFCI, about his Vinyl Institute Award, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloridaLA.net.